This is 89.1 WEMU, and welcome to another edition of Issues of the Environment. I'm David Fair, and today we return to the topic of Ann Arbor water, its health, safety, and future, and a look at the investments that will be required to not only ensure accessibility, but affordability. And to be clear, the decisions about Ann Arbor's water future are going to be expensive. Our guest today is right in the flow of it all. Brian Steglitz is Water Treatment Services Manager for the City of Ann Arbor. And Brian, good to have you back on WEMU and Issues of the Environment. Great to be here. Thanks, David. There are most certainly some threats out there to the health and safety of the local water. Uh, for decades, we've watched an expanding plume of 1,4-dioxane creep towards the municipal water supply. We now know we have a serious PFOS issue, and of course, those are known as forever chemicals. And there's the issue of cryptosporidium, which is a diarrhea-causing parasite found in the Huron River. What else should we be considering as plans are made for the future? You mentioned some water quality threats. We also have issues of aging infrastructure, and that's really what this, this, these next decisions that the city and city council will be making are about, is um, making those investments in the city's water system so we're best prepared for the, the next several generations of, of Ann, the Ann Arbor community. And I do most certainly want to talk about uh, the infrastructure investments required, but I want to also make clear the safety of Ann Arbor water right now is good, right? Yes. Yeah, we're, we're meeting and exceeding all of the, the public health-based um, and water quality standards. To ensure that it remains that way, you've taken steps to this point to ensure it. Uh, how much investment into the water treatment capabilities have been made in recent years? We, well, we make you know somewhere between 5 and $10 million a year we have been um, over the past several years in, in infrastructure, whether it's replacing water mains in the street or dealing with you know, treatment processes uh, at the water treatment plant. You, you mentioned um, the cryptosporidium, the diarrhea-causing organism. We just made an investment of about $4 million to put in UV disinfection at the water treatment plant to address that um, water quality threat. Um, and to address PFAS, we made some investments in rehabilitating our filters so we have um, the proper media to remove uh, PFAS from, from the water So we've made several investments over the past few years to address some of those emerging. As we look to the future, kind of a philosophical question, will the city look at issues of water accessibility and affordability as a right or a privilege? I mean, the city has taken, you know, affordability very seriously as as it looks at rates, and um, clearly that's something that is on the forefront as we look at what the impacts um, based on future infrastructure investment, are going to have on our customers the right to safe drinking water. You know, is a right for all of all community members, and and the city intends to make sure that it's accessible to to everyone at, at all, um, you know, socioeconomic levels. And now I want to talk specifically about the infrastructure that is under consideration. We are talking with Brian Steglitz. He's Water Treatment Services Manager for the City of Ann Arbor, and our guest on WEMU's Issues of the Environment. The ongoing conversations about the future of the Ann Arbor water have largely focused on two choices, connect to the Detroit water system or make the needed investments in upgrading the two treatment plants on Sunset Road. How old are those facilities in Ann Arbor now? The plant was originally built in 1938. We're still using some of that original infrastructure, um, and that's really the, the area of the plant that we're focused on associated with this future capital improvement project. Portion's also built in 1949, um, so... And we're talking about, you know, 70, 80-year-old infrastructure. So what upgrades would be necessary to make them efficient and effective for future generations? 
So when, in drinking water, we like to talk about barriers, um, and we're, we're trying to prevent contaminants from making it through the, the treatment process so we can deliver pot- potable, safe water to our customers. And the first barrier in our treatment process is lime softening. So we have softening basins. They take up a large footprint. Um, we're removing the hardness from the water as well as other contaminants. That portion of the plant is original, um, and that's what we're focusing on on replacing is some of these aging water softening basins. It is estimated it's going to take about $108 million to upgrade the treatment facilities, more than $350 million to create needed infrastructure that would ultimately connect with Detroit water if that's the choice that is made. Given the cost disparity, it would seem on the surface it's a no-brainer. What factors am I missing that would even keep the Detroit water option on the table for now? Well, this is this is a community and a policy decision. So, you know, we, we made... We studied this back in 2015, and we have a, a report that's made available on our website, qualitywatermatters.org, for community members who wanted to dive into the details. Um, but the recommendations that back then was it makes the most sense to reinvest in the city's water infrastructure, you know, due, primarily due to cost, um, and also due to this you know, issue of autonomy and control um, would be giving up if we were joining a regional water authority. But since 2015... You know, we've made a lot of investments, some of the ones that I've just mentioned to you, but also some of these threats have begun to emerge, like the PFAS you mentioned, um, also the continual migration of the dioxane plume and, um, you know, cryptosporidium. So we felt it was appropriate to, to, you know, bring these issues back to the surface. We have a new new governing authority, different people on city council. Um, so while the, the result does seem, um, like you said, a no-brainer, we wanted to make sure that we were transparent and we gave the decision makers all the information that they would have so they could make an informed decision. And, and that's really where we're at right now is just um, rebringing the information back to the decision makers so they can also get input from the community members and we make the, you know, the right decision for Ann Arbor's water future. Once again, you're listening to Issues of the Environment on 89.1 WEMU, and our conversation with Brian Steglitz continues. He is Water Treatment Services Manager for the City of Ann Arbor. You've stated your preference to be the one of upgrading the Sunset Road facilities. We've talked about the more than $100 million cost. Uh, How much would have to be raised in order to get to the $108 million figure? The, the, the current rate pro- projections for the city that were that are already been implemented by council accommodate the investment that would have to be made in the future. The, the future debt service associated with these investments. For so, um, you know, we're 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 already moving in the direction for financially planning for that for that level of investment. Um, you know, there there are other um, capital improvement projects beyond just the water treatment plant that the city continues to make investments in, like the distribution system. And all of those are also built into the financial projection. Um, you know, this is this is the big thing um, in terms of single project um, with a lot of you know, resources needed in order to to achieve the the changes and the modifications we need to make. But the city is not stopping doing the other investments that it needs to make in the distribution system. You know, we have a lot of the battery infrastructure was put in in the same vintage as the water treatment plant, so we continue. To chip away and replace um, that as well to make sure that we are minimizing, you know, disruptions of service and things like that to customers in areas where there's old water main in the streets. 
So we look at what's being done, the planning for the future that is already underway and being accommodated. But still, some final decisions need to be reached on how best to move forward. When might we reach those conclusions? Our, our plan is to bring the, the, the resolution before council um, before the end of this calendar year, so within the next two months, for them to make a decision on which direction they would like us to pursue. Um, so hopefully later this year. I thank you for the update, and uh, obviously we have a lot to talk about in the months and even years to come. I look forward to those conversations. Thank you. That is Brian Steglitz, Water Treatment Services Manager for the City of Ann Arbor, our guest on Issues of the Environment. This weekly feature is produced in partnership with the Office of the Washtenaw County Water Resources Commissioner, and you hear it every Wednesday. I'm David Fair, and this is your community NPR station, 89.1 WEMU-FM and WEMU-HD1 Ypsilanti.